confidence because something is breaking in the Holy Ghost I know that something has come not by, by prayer and fasting the Word of God tells us that and as many of you that have been praying and fasting all week amen I've done my share of it I know in the name of Jesus that something is breaking in the Holy Ghost as we tap into our spiritual weapons there is something breaking in the spirit hallelujah I'm going to turn to a very familiar portion of scripture for many tonight amen two of them actually I'm gonna to go to 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 and we'll start there and then we'll go to Ephesians chapter 6 amen Hallelujah. I feel the presence of God so strong in this place right now. I don't know what God is going to do, but I know that God is going to do something in somebody's heart and mind tonight in Jesus' name. 2 Corinthians 10. That's it. Let it go all throughout this service. I want there to be some, a cry come out. In the name, I hear it in the Holy Ghost. I hear in the Spirit warfare going on. Hallelujah. There's a clashing of the swords, but you're not losing. You're winning in Jesus' name. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Ephesians chapter 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. You're ruling, you're going against the, the age of the day right now. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. That's the word of God. God, we thank you for your word. Your word is already anointed. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this place. I know that, God, you're going to speak to our hearts and minds in some way tonight. God, let those words that are from you come forth. And that which is from me, God, let it be held back. God, I don't care two cents for what I have to say. But God, I want to hear from you, God. And let the people hear from you, God. That you would speak to their hearts and to our minds tonight, I pray. In the name of Jesus, hide me under the shadow of your cross. I'll be quick to give you praise and glory, God, for what you do. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. It wasn't all that long ago that I preached from 1 Corinthians 16 and 9. For a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many adversaries. I don't come tonight to, to blow up the enemy and to make him big. I don't come tonight to, to say that the enemy is at large and he can do whatever he wants because he cannot. Amen. But there is a door, I believe, in the Holy Ghost that has opened up in the spirit and that is why many of us uh, have been facing some adversity you've been feeling the pressure 
feeling weary and tired even when you're doing the work of the Lord. That's why you're facing the things uh, that you're facing right now. But I've come to remind the church of God tonight uh, that greater is he uh, that is in you uh, than he that is in the world. Uh, If you've been filled uh, with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, greater is he. Amen. This week in prayer, the beginning of the week as I was praying, the Lord reminded me of Psalms 35. Amen. We've heard it preached from this pulpit several times where David said, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. You you must understand that David wasn't necessarily fighting a spiritual foe at the time. He was talking about a physical foe. But the same spirits that are coming against you were being used in those people to come against David. It was still a spiritual fight. So it's applicable to what you and I have going on in our lives right now. And you can say, as David did, Oh Lord, I pray that, Lord Jesus, you would fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw also out the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Let them be confounded. Let those spirits be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be as the chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. What I've been praying is saying, Lord, let, let that archangel Michael and the warring angels of God chase those spirits out of this place. Chase them out of this city. God, chase them out of this county. God, make this a place for great harvest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause have they hid for me their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Let destruction come upon those spirits uh, and the enemy at unawares, uh, and let his net that he hath hid catch himself into that very destruction. Let him fall. I've come to remind somebody tonight, uh, you're not alone. God is on your side. But you've got to tap into the spiritual weapons, uh, amen, that God has placed uh, already in your life. Amen. I do believe in the Holy Ghost. That we are standing on the precipice of the greatest harvest of souls. I do believe in the Holy Ghost uh, that your greatest anointing uh, is just right over the edge right now in Jesus' name uh, as you press forth. Uh, I do believe in the Holy Ghost. Uh, We are standing upon the precipice uh, of the greatest miracles uh, that we've ever witnessed uh, in this church, uh, in this city. I believe in the Holy Ghost. It's not just for foreign lands. It's not just to see 5,000 and 7,000 filled with the Holy Ghost overseas. It's not just to see the blinded eyes open overseas and the deaf ears to be unstopped overseas. But it's here. Amen. I believe in the Holy Ghost. Those are the doors that we're walking through and that God is calling us to get past the adversaries. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But in order to withstand 
the adversaries that are at that open door. Each and every one of us have to put on the whole armor of God. Paul was giving instruction to the church at Ephesus when he wrote in Ephesians 6 and 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles, that you can stand against the trickery and the tactics of the enemy. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Paul was using the analogy of a Roman soldier in the natural to explain to us what we need to do in the spiritual. The Roman soldier's loins were bound or wrapped with a leather belt that held all of the other pieces of the armor in place. His belt was the foundation of his protection. Amen. Do you get that? Truth is the very foundation of your protection. Truth is the foundation for a warrior in the kingdom of God. God's truth will help you to utilize all of the other weapons while you're fighting this good fight of faith. Truth is what holds the armor together. It's what keeps it from falling apart. Matthew 16 and 18 says, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We know the rock that was being talked about, that Jesus was talking about. It was a chief cornerstone. It was none other than Jesus himself. The solid rock, Christ Jesus. That's why two verses before that, in the same chapter, after being asked who Jesus was, Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. There was revelation there. And Jesus responded, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. This church is going nowhere because it's built upon the solid rock of Christ Jesus. We're going to go somewhere. We're going up. But it's not going to be put under. It's not going to get destroyed. It's God's church. And you're part of it. The apostle went on to say, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate, it protected the soldier's heart from injury. You need on the breastplate of righteousness. You need your heart to be protected in this evil day. Proverbs 4 and 23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. I plead with somebody tonight to, at all costs, to protect your heart. Let God filter everything that would come into your heart. I pray tonight that he would, that he'd filter it through his righteousness. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Next, the apostle tells us we are to have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 
You see, the Roman soldier, he put on sandals with spikes that would stick out of them in the bottoms in order to be able to advance against the enemy. We weren't called just to stand still and do nothing. A soldier is called to engage. That's why you're facing spiritual warfare. Amen. So, without his shoes, that Roman soldier, he could get no traction and he would just keep slipping and falling down. It's the same thing with us. Without our spiritual shoes, we can't keep our traction. And we just keep falling back and falling down. But with our shoes on and with our shoes laced up, we can take the fight to the devil. Instead of letting him knock us down, we can take the fight to the enemy. We can advance into what he thinks is his kingdom. It's not his kingdom. Devil, I have news for you. It's God's kingdom. And this earth will be filled with his glory. Oh, hallelujah. Paul continued on, above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked. Somebody needs to lift up, above all, lift up the shield of faith tonight. Somebody tonight in this place and watching online, you need to anoint your shield again. Your shield has gotten dry in the battle. The enemy's been coming at you with fiery darts, which have been drying out your shield. It's going to crack. But you've got to get the anointing on there. You've got to get to your knees and cry out to God and let that anointing oil begin to flow over your shield again and let your faith be increased. Above all, lift up the shield of faith. It's what keeps the fiery darts of the enemy from hitting and taking you out. Hold that shield high. And he says, and take the helmet of salvation. Amen. We need the helmet of salvation more than ever in this day and age that we live in. We read in part of our text, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I know that the enemy has been attacking many in their mind. And there are people in this house tonight, the enemy's been attacking you in your mind because the mind has become his battlefield, so he thinks. But it doesn't have to stay that way. Amen. Somebody tonight needs to give their mind back over to God. The devil is not all-powerful. There's only one that's all-powerful. There's only one that's omnipresent and omniscient. His name is Jesus. I've come to tell you tonight and to remind you tonight that God is in control. No matter what happens to you, God is still in control. Stop allowing the devil to live in your mind. Somebody tonight needs to evict him out of your mind in Jesus' name. Somebody needs to kick him out in the name of Jesus. Nobody's exempt from it. In the last couple of weeks, I've talked with several different ministers, even across out of our state, that the enemy's attacking their mind, and they're seeing some of the greatest things 
in the spirit and they know that God is helping, to, helping them to advance. But we've got to magnify the Lord as Pastor talked about. Put him right here and kick the enemy out. Evict him out in Jesus' name. As I was in prayer this week, the Lord reminded me that the spiritual attacks that many of us have faced are not a sign of weakness, but rather we should look at them from a positive mindset. And here's why. For example, in the book of Job, God asked Satan in Job 1 and 8, Have you considered my servant Job? God knew that Job had what it took. God knew that Job, with his help, had the capability to continue to be a faithful servant to him. God knew that inside of Job was there already what needed to be there to overcome Satan. So he said, okay, Job, I trust, okay, Satan, I trust Job enough as my servant that I'll take the heads down. Right? Sometimes it's hard for us to do when we're in the battle. But we must remember that God allows the attack to come because he trusts us. Nothing happens without his approval. The devil does not have that kind of power. Romans 8 and 28, you know it probably very well, says, and we know. That all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are called according to His purpose. There's a purpose. He don't always cause it, but He allows it. And the only reason God allows the attacks, as He knows that it is taking place, it's going to take you to a place of greater blessing. We must encourage ourselves and the Lord and remember after the battle, it will not just be normal again. It's not just going to be the same old, same old again. But it is going to be greater than. You're going to have greater than moments. It's going to be greater than somebody needs to hear me in the spirit right now. It's going to be greater than normal. God is taking, hear me right now in the Holy Ghost, uh, God is taking uh, what the enemy meant for evil, and God is turning it uh, for your good. Jabez, uh, trust God. You're about to be greatly blessed. Uh, Your territory is about to be enlarged. Uh, God's hand uh, is with you, uh, and he's keeping you from evil. Amen. God is taking you to a new dimension in the Spirit. I know you're fighting right now. I know you're warring right now. Sometimes the devil gets in there a little bit in our minds and we allow him a little bit too much of access. He's speaking things that aren't even true because greater is he that's in you. And you are fixing to see the greatest revival in your family. You're fixing to see the greatest revival in your ministry. You're fixing to see the greatest revival in this city. You're fixing to see the greatest revival in this state uh, from coast to coast uh, because the glory of the Lord will be revealed before the coming of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'll never forget the first time that I went to Bangladesh. 
I'll never forget in the night hours over there, the enemy playing mind games with, with me in my mind. Some of you have heard the story making me think that I was going to die right there in Bangladesh. You don't want to go to one of those hospitals, Shane. You're going to die when you go there. You're never going to get to go home and see your family. Oh, come on. You know what I'm talking about because some of you even right here that are sitting in this room right now, laying in bed at night, the enemy speaks into your ear and tells you all kinds of lies. They're lies. I'll never forget that. But I also will never forget the phone call with my father as my pastor on the phone, speaking the word of faith and commanding fear to leave my life. And fear leaving at that very moment. When the devil was kicked out of my mind, something began to transpire in my spirit. When the devil was evicted from my mind, there was a great victory that began to happen in my spirit and in my soul. God is no respecter of persons when you kick the enemy out of your mind, when you kick the enemy out of your head and say, you don't know what, I'm not letting you speak those lies to me anymore. You're a, you're a liar and the father of every lie. At that very moment, there's something miraculous tonight that's going to happen in you. God is going to impart something greater in you that you've never experienced before. He will impart to you the gift of healing and the working of miracles. He will impart to you the gift of prophecy. He will impart a gift that you've been desiring into your life when you begin to kick the enemy out of your mind. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. There's going to be victory in the Spirit tonight. There already is. The next piece of armor that we need to wield is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Hallelujah. When the enemy comes at us, we need to use the example of Jesus in the wilderness with the devil in Matthew chapter 4. We need to begin to quote Scripture back to Him. When He begins to say things to us, begin to quote the Word of God back to the enemy. Begin to push back the darkness of the enemy with the Word of God because it's very powerful. I remember when one of my boys was much younger. I won't call their name out so I don't embarrass them tonight. But when they were much younger... They had night terrors, and at a very young age, we taught them to quote Scripture. Amen. And he would begin to quote 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And I can remember when those night terrors were going on, walking up into his room, and there would be a little boy with his eyes closed saying, For God hath not given me the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. For God hath not given me the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. For God hath not given me the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. I'm saying that right now because somebody in your mind right now, the enemy has been tormenting you, and you just say, God has not given me that spirit, the spirit of fear. I command you to leave right now by the authority of the word and by by the power of the name of Jesus, you must leave in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Ha. Something just left from somebody right then and there. 
the spirit of fear just left from somebody's mind. I feel in the Holy Ghost. I don't know that whether it was in this house right now or somebody that was online worshiping with us, but the spirit of fear just left from somebody's mind. God's not giving you that spirit. I want to remind you tonight that Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 17 says that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. You have the power to condemn the voice of the enemy. It's your heritage. It's not God going to speak and say, tell the enemy to go away. It's you. You're going to speak because you have power, because you are a child of God. You're a servant of God. And because of that, you have the power to do that. So somebody right now, before we go any further, right now, you need to command the enemy to be quiet in your life. You need to command the enemy to be quiet in your mind. Come on, take a minute. Have I come to an apostolic church tonight? Yes. So right now, would you command the enemy to be quiet in your life right now? Command the enemy to shut his mouth in the name of Jesus. Take dominion for yourself right now. Take dominion for your family right now. Oh, hallelujah. There's something happening in the spirit. God's getting ready to do something. You know what? It's only about a half of what I wrote down. But God wants to break some spirits in this house right now in the name of Jesus. God wants to war in your defense right now in the name of Jesus. There are some things that are going to, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost so strong. There are chains going to fall off of somebody in this house tonight in the name of Jesus. The devil has been tormenting your mind. And God is ready to relieve you from depression right now in the name of Jesus. God is ready to take that spirit of heaviness off of you right now. You're fighting the spirit of the age. It's not going to get any easier. But you are a strong warrior of God. And you walk not in the power of your might, but you walk in the power of his might. You're not walking after the flesh. We're not warring after the flesh, but we are warring after the spirit. And we're walking after the spirit. So right now, I want somebody that's bold enough to step up, stand up. Amen. You want to be free of the spirit of heaviness that's been plaguing you in your mind. I want you to, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There are chains going to fall off of you. There's going to be something that lifts off of your spirit. Now in the name of Jesus, you see those, God, that need this right now. Oh, God, by the authority of the word and by the power of the mighty name of Jesus, be free now. We cast those things gone now in the name of Jesus. Every oppressing spirit, every depressing spirit, we command it to leave in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I was going to talk for a few moments about being unified together and some things that God has been sharing with my heart. But I believe right now, if we unify together, that we can break some things in the Holy Ghost. I believe right now that you, as you begin to bind with me and my faith connects with your faith, there's going to be something miraculous that happens in this place. We need one another. The Word of God tells us it's not wise to compare ourselves with one another. My giftings may be different than your giftings, but you're still a child of God. You still have the same Holy Ghost, Sister Peasley, inside of you that I have inside of me. It's the same gift. We're all one body. And if we realize that, uh, there's no striving with one or striving with another. There's no going back and forth and pushing and pulling. What it is, is we're all linking hands together and we're making together one great big mighty army. We're making a chain that's moving across spiritually the city of Augusta and saying, we declare by the authority of the word and by the power of the name of Jesus, every spirit must leave this place. Keep feeling in the Holy Ghost that God wants to say something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know he's saying it through his word, but God wants to say something specifically. For I am the Lord thy God, and I brought thee this far. And I say unto thee that I will not fail thee. That I am here to deliver you. That I am waiting for you to reach out to me. I'm waiting for you to use your spiritual weapons that I have given you. I'm waiting for you to draw the sword of the Spirit. And to pick up the shield of faith. I'm waiting for you to send your praises and your war cry, for I am ready to deliver you now. I'm ready to do things for you that you've never seen before, to take you places in the spirit that you've never been. I am the Lord. Oh, come on, somebody right now, receive that. God is doing it right now. You're waiting for some big fanfare. But God already started way at the beginning of the service. Hallelujah. Quit waiting on God and respond right now. Somebody's waiting for God to do something miraculous and God to shake you and God is just waiting for you to say, God, I'm on your team. God, I get it. I'm on your side. God, Yes! God's waiting for a war cry to come out of somebody. And when the war cry comes out of you, he's going to respond in kind to you.
I understand that many have walked weary into this place tonight. I understand that many are weary from the battle. But the one who is the strength, the one who is the rest, that one has walked into this place as well. And that one is here right now to give you everything that you need. That one is here to restore the oil that's been dumped out and poured out into others that's not been restored. But God is here right now to restore the oil of joy into your life right now. He's ready right now in the Holy Ghost. Would you lift your hands all over this place right now? The joy of the Lord, the presence of the Lord is here. The Holy Ghost is here right now. Come on, lift your hands towards heaven. Just begin to praise God in the name of Jesus. The past is past, but right now it's a new day. It's a fresh start in the name of Jesus. There's fresh oil that wants to be poured over your shield for tomorrow. There's fresh oil right now. God is waiting for a Bartimaeus right now. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And God is waiting for a woman right now to say, God, I'm getting off this sick bed. I'm getting up to the front of that church. And I won't leave until I know you've heard me. I won't leave until I know you've touched me. I won't leave until I know that you've touched my need. Hey, listen, there's some folks here tonight that are sick of being sick and you're tired of being tired. And I don't know what to say to you except if you're really sick of being sick and you're tired of being tired, this is a time when you begin to use your weapons that God has given you. Otherwise, you're going to go home and you're going to go through it all over again tonight. But somebody can rise up out of their seat right now and make their way down toward the front of the church and say, by the blessings and the power and the anointing of God, by the blood of Jesus, I am not going through this anymore. I'm going to the front. I'm going to touch God. I may die at the altar, and that's okay if I do. Lord, I'm not leaving until I get everything I need. There's children in this church tonight that need to get a hold of God before the devil takes you away. There's adults that need to get a hold of God. Somebody has got to get desperate before God and say, okay, that's it. I'm not leaving until I see this thing resolved, until I see the answer. I'm not leaving. Some of you haven't spoken in tongues and felt the presence of God for a long time and you're just willing to let it stay that way. But I'm not willing. I'm going to touch God. If you've been bothered by a spirit of fear, you ought to jump to your feet, run to the front and say, God, you didn't give me the spirit of fear. I'm not going through that anymore. Come on, somebody, if you're tired of what you've been going through, God is willing right now to give you a breakthrough. Tonight, there's a Holy Ghost breakthrough. And some folks will just yawn and and sit there and wait until the Spirit of God walks out. But I'm not willing to do that. God, I've got to have that answer. 
Here I am, Jesus. Here I am, Jesus. Here I am, Jesus. I felt to do it earlier and I didn't do it, but I, I right now want to bind the spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus, specifically the spirit of cancer in the name of Jesus. I felt to do it earlier and I didn't do it, but in the name of Jesus right now, I bind that spirit of infirmity. God, I bind cancer right now in the name of Jesus. By the authority of the word and by the power of the name of Jesus, I bind every cancerous cell and I command that spirit to leave every person with their hand raised right now. I command that spirit to leave by the authority of the word and by the power of the name of Jesus. Let the blood be cleansed even right now. I pray in the name of Jesus from every cancerous cell. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. There is victory right now in this house. Just begin to praise the Lord. Use your spiritual weapon. Just begin to praise God. There's victory. There's victory. Hallelujah. You're pushing through the adversaries right now. There's an open door that you're walking through in the spirit. There is victory in the name of Jesus. I have this confidence because I've seen the faithfulness of God. Enough to seek your kingdom first.